Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Another Cliche Podcast. Today I have with me Natasha Shadman, who is the owner of Tasha's Treats, located in Toronto. Today we will be discussing the cliche, don't quit your day job. Welcome, Natasha. Hi, how are you doing? Good, good. So what made you choose this cliche? Well, my story, I was actually a writer before this pandemic hit, like a writer and a strategist. And I think my advice to, to people was also always sort of don't quit your day job, stick to what you know, test out anything that you might want to pursue as a dream uh, on the side, you know, do it carefully, don't jump in. But after losing my job <laughs> as a result of COVID, I was in a new reality where suddenly I didn't have a day job anymore. And I was sort of in a new reality, really. So once you lost your day job, well, now now the cliche of don't quit your day job, it's like you didn't even have that option that happened to you. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose that before I always felt that you could, you you know, don't quit your day job, stick to what you're doing, and then test out anything that you might be interested in on the side. Mm-hmm. But now having been almost forced to quit my day job in a way, I've been thrown into this new reality where I have nothing to do, no income. You know, I used to work in serving as like an easy way of making additional money when I was traveling for that is no longer an option. How, what do I do? And I was thrown into this reality where because I had to hustle, I, I launched a business, didn't do it carefully and I didn't do it on the side and I didn't do it in the weekends and. I had to throw myself in. It became way more successful than I, it would have been if I had done it slowly, carefully. You know, if I'd had that, um, yeah, safety. cause you can invest more time into this. Yeah. But also just mentally, like you have, it's not just a time thing. It's a mental space thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, um, this is the only thing I've got. I have is this is fight or flight. I have to succeed. There is no option. When you, you know, you have your day job and you're doing this on the side, no big deal if it doesn't work. I can put the hours in. I cannot put the hours in. Oh, I'd rather go to brunch with a friend. Oh, I'd rather go for a pint with a friend or something. But this is like, no, I have to spend. I have to invest all my time. And and so I would say that, like, if you want to go and do something and really achieve something, you almost have to quit your day job (laughs) in order to fully commit. Wow. So you didn't, you weren't doing this prior at, like, at all. This just because of the pandemic, you just started it. Yeah. So, I mean, I used to make candles. um, So my business is, I I make natural soy candles using materials that are sourced from local suppliers. And I have made these candles for years, for the last five years, ever since I lived in Canada. And I've always gifted them to friends and family and stuff. But I'd never sold them really. So when this pandemic happened, I was like, right, you know, maybe, maybe this is the time where I actually give a, give this a go. Are you one of those? (laughs) uh, Have you heard of those candle businesses that hide jewelry inside? Not really hide jewelry. Yeah, hide jewelry inside. And then as the candle burns, a ring shows or something. Wow, that's a great proposal idea, isn't it? Yeah, I I actually because when you mentioned soy candle, I I ordered one recently and it, it had that whole. There are a few businesses that already have that mm, idea. I've never heard of that. I have that really. Is, 
<laughs> that's amazing. I've never heard of that. This is a great thing. May, now get- you have a new um product. <laughs> Doesn't the jewelry get damaged? It's it's pa- like it's a uh, packaged kind of. Okay. Yeah. Like, you gotta wash the the ring, like the wax get- off. Yeah. <laughs> I think they put it in a bag first. Like, I'm not quite sure because I didn't order it for myself. I ordered it for uh, my ex's uh, mom. So okay, so she she probably can tell me how that works. Yeah, well, no, there's no jewelry included. I'm afraid, um, just flowers. <laughs> oh, beautiful! And these suppliers are they local? Is it is it harder to get supplies right now because of the pandemic? Yes. Okay. So yeah, I order from an amazing candle supplier in just near London's Ontario. They're mm-hmm. called Village Craft and Candle. So you order your supplies from them and then in your, in, I'm assuming in your own house, you. Yes. So I order, I, I order, I order wherever possible. I order mm-hmm. however possible and wherever possible from these guys, Village Craft and Candle. They have, they're, they're a local candle supplier, candle store in St. Mary's. I get, um, when in stock because, you know, the pandemic has just made delivery a nightmare. So when in stock and when available, I order all of my jars, my wicks, any of my, um, like morning labels or, uh, you know, and, and anything that I, my wax, et cetera, yeah. from there, fragrances from them. Um, and then I'm, make them in my own kitchen <laughs> yeah so that's great yeah, all my candle making supplies i bought from them you know my my pot my um you know pots and stuff uh or, or like if, if possible from secondhand stores again to try and just reduce waste uh yes sometimes i cannot get access to the things i need in the time that i need them to fulfill orders mm-hmm. if that is the case and I can't wait, then I will, then I'll order from another supplier. But it really is only if I, if I can avoid it, you know. Um, I see. I try, I try my best to order, order locally. And if I am going to order, try and go to places. So I might order like the string from home hardware, but I'll walk to the store and I'll buy it from my local store. Try not to buy online, less packaging, less delivery, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. When all is, said and done and we return to whatever the new normal may be yes. and you are offered another day job let's say would you yeah. consider taking back the day job or continue on this business venture so i have had some of the most uh, amazing experiences over the past two or three months being unemployed, you know, I have met incredible female entrepreneurs. I've met so many people in the community that have supported me and encouraged me. Uh, you know, I've collaborated with other, other, other people. It's just been other small businesses that have agreed to take the candles on in their, in their, you know, cafes and, and retailers. I'm currently working through those partnerships now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have had such an incredible experience. Also, just biking around Toronto delivering these candles is <laughs> fun and keeps me fit. Um, so, I mean, that's an interesting question because it does bring stability. 
And I do love my work. Like I do love writing. I do love brand strategy. It's not like I was sick of my job or anything. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I would continue to do it on a freelance basis. But just the amount of support and love I've gone from people has just given me so much energy and joy. I couldn't think about going back to the life I was living before. It's just my life is so much fuller now. There's That's a really- beautiful been amazing an amazing experience like I'm very very lucky that Mm -hmm. I had you know the opportunity to really yeah and a supportive community absolutely people I tell you what the people of Toronto have been incredible like small businesses that that are considering to take on my candles like they're just the local entrepreneurs that want to collaborate with me the people buying candles like again and again like repeat Mm -hmm. customers like everyone has been so wonderful and I must say it's it's amazing I I do worry about the small businesses especially during this time so it's amazing that you started a business during (laughs) during like a a unprecedented time that is probably most unstable for small businesses and to be able to launch it and beat and maintain successes is a great you're a you're a what do I what do I call I call them girl bosses and I totally support girl bosses oh my god yeah I mean I'm not sure I'm at that status yet but um but you know uh I I'm a big supporter of local business um try wherever possible to support local you know, small local independent businesses in my area. I'm an advocate for that. So I would uh, continue to encourage people to support local and small business. And the guys with the physical stores, they really need our support. They've got the high rents. Oh, of course. Yeah. They've got that big outlay. They've got the staff that they're choosing to still pay and support. So I would say that these guys, that they're operating a minor, a small margin anyway, continue to support those guys. And if you'd like to buy a candle, then I'd be happy to, to deliver one to you or, or hopefully soon. Like I said, there's. Oh yeah. Uh, let the audience know how they can order a candle with you or yeah. contact your business. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, um, you can go to, uh, Tasha's Treats Toronto on Instagram. That's my handle. Um, so right now I don't have an online store set up. I am uh, looking at maybe doing that. I, I, I'm not sure exactly if I'm going to focus on an online store because I am looking at maybe partnering with retailers and cafes instead. So I'm still working on that, but you can have a look at all of my scents. You can follow me and my journey delivering around Toronto. You can learn about the process of making candles. You can get feel good, positive vibe, inspiration. And you can learn about other local businesses that need our support during this incredibly tough time uh, on my Instagram at Tasha's Treats Toronto. So, what kind of different products do you like? What kind of different candles do you carry? Yeah, so I only have one size, which is an 11 ounce natural soy wax candle, but I have six scents available. So my six scents are. Let me see if I can remember them now. Uh, Mouth-watering grapefruit. So that's a really nice, zesty, fresh sort of scent. Uh, not too sweet. 
There's soothing orange and sage. So that's the beautiful sort of sweetness of orange and then really grounded in that sort of herbaceous sage. It's really wonderful. Great. Uh, another great summer scent. Invigorating pine. So that really just smells like freshly cut pine trees. Super fresh. Energizing espresso. So that one is um, coffee and caramel pretty much. Like that's the smell. It smells amazing. Like it smells like you want to eat it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, and yeah. you have two more left? Yeah, comforting campfire. So that's a really nice woody, smoky sort of almost cologne style uh, scent. And then the final one is calming lavender, which you know, is uh, just a simple, a simple lavender um, scent. Yeah. You know what? I'm curious as to how your house smells because that's, that's probably a mix. It's like an odd mix of six cents that you're making in well, your home. Funny because I live in a I live in an old like Victorian style house. It's split into five units. So I have I have one of the units and my other neighbors who we all get on really well the other small business owners in in the Parkdale area also and you know independent sort of creatives they don't mind the love it they <laughs> like they're like what whenever I'm making candles they're like we know it's a candle making day because the house smells amazing <laughs> so that's great in their own apartment you know they uh yeah that's funny so, yeah, like they love, they love it. Apparently, it doesn't smell that weird. Um, you know. Wow! Even with all the different scents coming together. Yeah, I know. I think maybe because I do a scent at a time. You know, I oh, do. Okay. I stop that process and I do another one. Mm-hmm. So maybe the house sort of goes through different stages throughout <laughs> the day of the different scents. Yeah. So, so uh, for the cliche, don't quit your day job. Yes. It has, I, I would say so far it's worked out positively for you. Yes. Would you, I guess in this case, you're saying you would disagree with don't quit your day job. You're saying if, if you want to really invest in something, then take the leap and do it. Yes. If you were to, would you recommend that for anyone? I'm just no. thinking of, let's say <laughs> someone who's not necessarily financially stable at the moment but they always wanted to pursue uh let's give an example i don't know stand-up comedy would you say to them hey why are you doing comedy at night when you could just invest fully and then try to get that comedic career going yeah i mean you know the the more popular piece of advice would be to say yes of course like do it carefully do it thoughtfully make a plan, test out that career, see if you actually want to do that career, right? You may not actually want to do it full time, you know, network with some people on LinkedIn, have some virtual coffees or maybe in-person coffees now if we can start to do that by the time this podcast is released, <laughs> um, you know, test it out and, and all that. Of course, like that is the, the, the better way of doing things, right? To prototype essentially what you think you want to do. Yeah. Um, however, what I want, why I guess that the message is, is that if, if you are financially stable and you're just uncertain because saying that, oh, maybe I won't be able to, maybe I won't be successful. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe my idea is not, um, unique enough. Maybe I'm not 
unique enough or whatever the, the, the emotional doubts are. If you're financially stable, you've got savings, I would say like, don't let that get in the way. Don't let self doubt get in the way. Yeah. Um, of, of your success and just go for it. Not saying to everyone, quit your, quit your job, forget about it, just go for it. But, but I got thrust into a situation during a global pandemic when in, in a financial situation where, you know, my, the, the curb does not cover my rent. Oh, oh yes. Cause you, you probably reside in Toronto and the rent there is yeah. high <laughs> to say the least. The rent here is high. And also I, um, yeah. And also I live on my own in a beautiful one bedroom apartment. So my, my rent is way more than it would be if I was sharing it an apartment with someone else right so my rent is insane but oh gosh but it's cheaper in comparison to obviously what i would get for this apartment somewhere else you know so you know if i was moving into this apartment now i'd probably be paying a lot more and my landlord has also been awesome just in case he listens to this he's a great landlord so <laughs> not knowing about where i live at all the one saying is that you know the curb does not cover my my rent financially you could see on paper not not in a great financial situation right yeah. um, but I don't know I'd also say that you have to have an element of get up and go an element of resourcefulness an element of I'm gonna do this that's the word yes you're resourceful <laughs> and and yeah if people have a lot of savings and they're financially stable I definitely agree like don't let fear keep you from pursuing something that you really want to do and then at the same time i'm thinking of different because every person is different different contexts different scenarios i'm thinking of a circumstance of say someone has children and then they have to keep that in mind yeah there's so many moving parts right and you've got to you know take the advice that's right for you I'm just, I'm just providing a, a different story, a different way at it. And also, it's hopefully a bit of inspiration for other people who may have lost their jobs during this time to not waste this time, to not necessarily just search for another job and think, okay, I may have lost my job. I need to now get another job. Yeah. That time to reflect and be like, okay, yes, I didn't choose to quit my day job. It quit me, <laughs> but what can I now do? What yeah. have I always wanted to do? What have I always thought I hadn't, you know, maybe half a baked idea about, you know, what skills do I have? What have people always said? You know what? You're really, really good at that. You should consider doing it. And then you've just never thought you could make a business idea out of it. Look at that situation and make the most out of it. I think it's very refreshing to have a guest come on and kind of go against or disagree with a cliche because oftentimes when I am discussing a cliche, we end up agreeing with what it might be. So I think it's refreshing that you have this take on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not saying quit your jobs, quit your jobs. I mean, you know, for sure, like we're in a global pandemic. It's probably not a good idea to do that. I'm just saying, you know, don't let fear get in the way. Don't let the fact that you lost your job stop you from being successful. And if you are financially stable, just go for it. Because I truly believe this is, you know, proof that 
only when you have no other option <laughs> are you you given that fight or flight and you either fight and you succeed or you don't but most people fly you know most people go for it and and they just you know when they're put into that situation you remove that safety net and you will see what you're actually made of and it's way more than you think it is you achieve way more than you ever gave yourself credit for that's true because if i'm looking back at my own career of when i personally would say i performed my best was when i didn't have because oftentimes i work multiple contracts but I would say when I worked my best was when I didn't have any other contracts going on. And I just had that one job and I had to excel in it, invest yeah, because I had no other jobs going on. I invested all my energy into that one position and I got an incredible reference. And also I learned a lot just because of how much I invested into it. And I grew a lot as a professional during that time. Before we wrap up, did you have any final thoughts that you wanted to include or anything that you didn't get a chance to say? Um, I think, I think I've already sort of said, um, most of what I wanted to say. I, I just want to, you know, encourage people who have that, that idea that has always sort of niggled them of something that they may want to pursue to look into it think more about it to to go for it you know and by all means if you want to get in contact and you want to brainstorm some ideas or you want to speak to another person who has gone through a similar experience uh, or a different experience to you or what you're thinking then by all means i'm here as a resource if you want to get in touch by no means an expert but happy to help out where i can and and yeah but i'd say just just go for it. And I'll be looking forward to seeing what all of your listeners do if, if I do care <laughs> of any amazing uh, stories as a result of this. So, wow, that's so supportive. People have done the same for me throughout this entire time. Strangers, you know, in the community just supporting Aww. me. So amazing. That's great. At least I could do. And I want to thank you for recording this episode with me. Once again, her business is Tasha Treats, located in Toronto. You can find her on Instagram. And tune in to my next episode of Another Cliché Podcast.